You're listening to the Pro-Life Ohio podcast presented by Ohio Right to Life. I'm Allie Frazier, the Director of Communications at Ohio Right to Life and your host. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Pro-Life Ohio podcast. I hope everyone is having a wonderful Friday and staying safe out there. So on today's episode of the Pro-Life Ohio podcast, we have with us Zach Cooper and Catherine DeLapp from Biking for Babies, an amazing pro-life organization that raises awareness and support for the pro-life cause through an annual bike ride. I have personally had the pleasure of being involved with the fantastic work that Biking for Babies does to support moms and babies for several years now, and so it is an absolute pleasure to finally have them on the show. Enjoy. Hi guys, welcome to the Pro-Life Ohio podcast. Today I am super excited to have Zach and Catherine on with Biking for Babies. Uh, Biking for Babies is an organization that is near and dear to my own heart and I have been um, involved with the awesome work they have been doing for several years now. And so it was just our pleasure to be able to have them as special guests on the Pro-Life Ohio podcast. So Zach and Catherine, thanks so much for being on today. Thanks for having us. Hey, you're welcome. Us. Glad to be here. Absolutely. So first off, tell me a little bit about yourselves and how you got involved with Biking for Babies. Were you involved in the pro-life movement before becoming writers or what's your story? Zach, you want to take it away? Uh, sure. Well, this, uh, this year was my second year with Biking for Babies. Uh, last year was my first as a rider on the Eastern route. And, um, you know, about myself, I live in Illinois and uh, been married for 17 years and have six children. My oldest just turned 16 and my youngest is two. And <clears throat> living in Illinois uh, played a big part into getting associated with Biking for Babies. I have uh, cycled for quite a while and really enjoy doing that and uh, competing in triathlon and some things uh, associated with that. And with the things that were going on last year with legislature and uh, living in Illinois and uh, becoming very, very uh, free with abortions in Illinois beyond what it used to be, I was really, really bothered. And I came back after a ride and mulling over the things that were going on and thought, man, there's got to be some way to put together a couple of things that I really love, uh, one being babies and the other being cycling. And so I, I typed into a search engine, uh, pro-life cyclists, and the first thing that came up was biking for babies. And I perused the, the website to find out, you know, a little bit more about it. And then I saw that, you know, the application, if you wanted to be a part of it, was ending in uh, two days. And uh, so my wife and I talked about it and I called uh, Nikki, the executive director, to get some more information because we were right on, on the cusp. And the other part about that is I was on the, uh, on the far end of the, uh, the age uh, brackets that are a part of Biking for Babies, which is 18 to 39. And I thought, man, if I want to get in on this, I better get in on this. So I, I talked with Nikki and we, uh, uh, through, through those conversations and through prayer and talking to my wife, decided this was a, was a commitment that, that we wanted to take part in and, and had a fabulous experience last year and decided to do it uh, to apply again this year and my wife also did it this year 
and I uh, was able to lead the Eastern route and we were able to do it together, which was a, was a really cool experience. Well, as far as my involvement, um, I guess starting with the pro-life movement and my involvement in that before biking for babies, um, I was fortunate enough to be raised by a fantastic family and extended family with really strong values. Um, they've taught me from a very early age that whether I'm looking at it through natural law, through science, through my faith, that, you know, the moment of conception, that is a life. Um, and that because of that, that human dignity has to be respected. So that's always just been a truth for me that I've always been able to understand that truth because I was fortunate enough to have a family that taught me that truth and actively spoke about it and were involved in the pro-life movement. Um, my entire life. And I actually grew up in Ohio, so it's nice to be on Pro-Life Ohio right now. Um, though I live in Wisconsin now. So I went to Marquette University in Milwaukee, and then I never left Milwaukee. Um, in college, I was involved in the Students for Life. I got to go to the March for Life, and it was really moving. But honestly, after college, got into my job. I'm a teacher. I've been teaching my students uh, for six years now. And while I still held the same values, I wasn't doing anything actively um, to actually promote and protect those values. And it was kind of this, this gap that was growing and growing and I knew I needed to be doing something actively, but I didn't exactly know where, where to go or what I should be doing. And like, as I'm contemplating this, my friend who was a cyclist the year before with Biking for Babies, sent me an email on my birthday and was like, hey, I just wanted to share this organization with you. I thought you'd be interested. And it's like, this is the perfect birthday gift. Um, this is exactly what I needed. And I really felt called that like I had to say yes in that moment. Um, that this was my opportunity to finally do something since I hadn't been doing anything for years. So I was really excited. I, um, unlike Zach, am not a, a rider. I was served as support crew on the Eastern route this year. Um, so my job was to basically follow around the cyclists, help them with their route, make sure they're sun lotioned up, that they've got their food, that they've got their water, that if there's lightning around, they get off the road and get into the van. So I, I did a lot of the caretaking for our cyclists which was a new experience for me. And I'm really, really thankful that I was able to get involved. Yeah, and you know, for me, I, I skipped over the getting involved in the pro-life movement and, and what was that like kind of before biking for babies. And for me, uh, I always, you know, believed that uh, babies were alive, that, that they were alive inside the womb and what have you just inherently believed that it wasn't because of you know religious affiliation or anything like that and it really wasn't until my my wife and i were married and we were expecting our first child that uh it, it became so apparent of the life that was inside of her and then uh my first daughter was born breach and you know as she was was being delivered and and seeing her come out bottom first and with just her head in still inside i had the shocking realization at that moment that you know in certain places or were it not for certain laws that were in place people would think that it was okay 
to abort her at that point in time, um, simply because her head was not out yet. And, and to see my daughter and to have experienced the life that was inside of my wife, and then to see her there and realizing the fact that she just traversed three inches did not change her from life, from non-life to life. And then when she was um, seconds later, um, and, and I'm able to uh, hold her for her to grab a hold of my finger and breathe, bring it to her mouth and to just have this beautiful realization of um, what culminated from these nine months of, of seeing going from you know, not feeling anything but excitement and then to feeling her kick for the first time and then to hold her in my arms became so apparent that, um, th that though I believed <laughs> it was life inside the womb, I, I didn't, didn't do anything about it at that point. Um, uh, later, I, I took a job at a uh, children's home and I taught uh, Bible and uh, ethics and worldview and some other things to high school students uh, that were from uh, crisis homes, at-risk youth and what have you. And, and a part of uh, that every year is I would teach on um, pro-life and, and abortion. And the other thing that I would do is I always bring in one of my children and they would spend the whole day with me at school and in, in talking about uh, the argument of trotting out the toddler, you know, they, they would get to see in real life my um, two-year-old, uh, what have you, sitting in there playing with toys while we're talking about uh, this. But I also experienced youth that had been in really bad situations and, you know, youth that were the result of rape and youth that then had perpetually been raped going up. And the, the, the travesty to say that it would be a better world if they did not exist. Um, and, and then to see in the area where I live, um, a, a young man with Down syndrome who gets to work at one of the places that I frequent and to always get to go in there and see the joy in his life, to see him drinking his Mountain Dew and saying hi and thinking, you know, though I don't know him very well, I just get to see him in here. My life is so much better because he was conceived here and not in another country where he wouldn't have been brought, uh, uh, brought outside of the womb alive. And so, you know, through, through some of those things and knowing people who uh, were their, their mother chose life and they were adopted, uh, became, you know, very passionate about that and, and wanting to to teach and to show others, you know, that um, this is a huge, massive problem, the, the genocide of, of the unborn. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Powerful, powerful testimonies. Zach, Catherine, thank you so much. It's great to hear how you guys got involved in Viking for Babies and uh, just the powerful nature of you guys' testimony. I've heard your testimony for life before, Zach, and I had forgotten how moving it is to really dig into um, the issue of life and uh, to just to be moved by it in that manner. So thanks for sharing that. All right. So, yeah, absolutely. It, it, is, it is just good to hear. Even if you've heard it a million times, it's still good to hear. All right, so now that we know a little bit more about you guys, 
would you guys be interested in giving us a little bit more of a deep dive into Biking for Babies, what the organization does, and how they uniquely uh, support pregnancy centers throughout the country? Absolutely. Um, so I think, honestly, what, the, what I find that the coolest thing about Biking for Babies is exactly how they are promoting life, and that is by supporting pregnancy resource centers. Um, each of us were paired up with a pregnancy resource center so that we could build relationships with um, the people that, or the organizations that will be receiving the donations that um, we have been gathering since we signed on to be missionaries. And these pregnancy resource centers are all across the nation. It's not like they're just in Illinois or Wisconsin or something like that. I mean, I live in Wisconsin and I was paired with a pregnancy resource center in St. Louis, Missouri. And the work that these pregnancy resource centers do is absolutely incredible. Um, I can speak at least for the pregnancy resource center that I was paired with. They're doing everything from uh, providing education, medical services, STD testing, housing for mothers and babies. Um, they actually even have connected some of their clients um, to proper like lawyers when there's issues with being pressured into an abortion that isn't wanted, that they've used not only what they can offer, but also their contacts outside of what they can offer in order to make sure all of their clients are serviced really well. And they're currently expanding to actually create program programs for the fathers of these babies and unborn babies um, to get them more involved. And just the scope of what a pregnancy resource center can do in a woman's life and to save a life is absolutely incredible. I believe our organization so far, and Zach, correct me if I'm wrong, we've raised over $110,000 so far this year. Is it more? Yeah, the, the, the last I heard from Nikki, we were over 120, okay. 120,000 for this, for this year. And prior to this year, Biking for Babies had given over $635,000 to pregnant resource centers since 2009 uh, when uh, a couple of uh, crazy guys decided that, hey, let's, uh, let's start bicycling and a long, long way and raise money for a pregnancy resource center because they, um, you know, felt compelled uh, to do so and, uh, you know, di didn't say no to that, to that inner, inner nudging. You know, and I, coming coming as, as uh, somebody who has children and what have you, my experience is a little bit different because uh, my wife and I, we got married when she was 13 days out of high school, and we had our first child after we'd been married uh, between 13 and 15 months, and um, we were young. We didn't know what we were doing. There wasn't any sort of owner's manual for um, having children, uh, raising children, or, or even uh, marriage. You know, we'd gone through lots of premarital counseling and, and all that sort of thing. But then um, we became associated with the Pregnancy Resource Center um, when, right when she got pregnant, and we started getting involved there with their Earn While You Learn programs. And boy, we earned so many diapers. Which, which helped us out tremendously. Our first diaper changing table came as a result of the Earn While You Learn program. But it, you know, that was, that was significant to us because it helped us out financially a, a whole lot. But the stuff that we learned 
you know, we're still using this day raising our own children, even though, you know, we have one that is 16 and one all the way down that is two. And, but not only that, the education and stuff that, that helped her helped me become a better husband and her to become a better wife. And then uh, together to become better parents, I, even the aspects where they helped us financially to, to understand uh, finances better for a young married couple, you know, so, so that aspect was great. And, and in researching biking for babies seeing, well, look, this would be a way that I could give back also to something that helped my wife and I out so much when we were early on in marriage, which I thought, well, that's uh, really coming full circle to, to provide that for others that, that could be in need. Um, you know, we never considered, considered an abortion, but a pregnancy resource center isn't out there just for the abortion minded. It's out there uh, for anybody who <laughs> it really doesn't know what they're getting into yeah. um, to, to provide assistance. And, you know, they, they had supplies there, but they also had great people that, that could provide uh, help from their vast uh, storehouse of experience and, and knowledge, which was great. And, and one of the aspects that I truly love about biking for babies is Riding 667 miles in six days is not an easy task. And what I, what I see sometimes lacking within the pro-life movement is men. And what I love about what uh, Biking for Babies does is it seems to call out young men who maybe they're a, a slight bit of a nut job as well because they, they're, they're interested in, in, in cycling like that. But they then provide them with spiritual formation and they provide us with um, apologetics in regards to the pro-life movement and they partner you up with a PRC so you get first-hand stories you get first-hand knowledge of what the, this stuff that is out there that you can then provide for others to help promote that culture of life not just through the bicycle um, but in in all of that preparation we're also sending out um, a lot of young men who are committed to the pro-life movement. And I, and I think in this country and in this world, if, if men were men and had, uh, were, were the men that God made them to be, to protect, to care, to cherish, uh, to be strong and courageous for, for women and life and for their families, the abortion problem that we see in this country and all over this world would uh, would diminish yeah and backing up and i kind of, we kind of jumped over this but zach just mentioned it from the outside what biking for babies looks like is a bunch of crazy people on bikes who ride bikes for about 100 miles sometimes more sometimes less each day for a week and it culminates in a big celebration of life at the end but the whole purpose is to raise money for these fantastic pregnancy resource centers and to really spread awareness for them. We have a lot of opportunities to do that, as Zach was just touching on, not only in um, going up into the ride, that you're sending out these letters, that you're starting these conversations with people, um, but even during the ride. So for me as a support crew member, I'm not on a bicycle all day for hundreds of miles but I am stopping every five miles waiting on the side of a road for about 10 minutes for the cyclist to pass by so I can hand them off things catch things cheer and while we're doing that the number of people that I got to stop and talk to was 
numerous every single day, whether they were stopping because they thought we had like car trouble and wanted to help us out or were noticing our shirts and asking what were we were doing or what are these cyclists doing? We got to have all of these authentic conversations about the purpose of biking for babies and what pregnancy resource centers are and why they need to be supported and how women and these new families and these new children can really be given a chance to thrive so using biking for babies is not only an opportunity to raise money for these pregnancy resource centers but to raise this awareness of respecting life at all of its stages and what that can look like and and having my wife on on the ride was pretty neat in the sense that you know she is she's also a midwife and participates in home birth and um, ha has you know delivered uh, six children of of her own and at one point in time she said I would rather give birth to another child than do this <laughs> this is harder than that uh, which which was humorous coming coming from her because part of what I had thought about last year as we are doing doing this ride you've got a support van and at any point in time you can quit you can get off the bike you can load it onto the rack in the back of the van and hop in because it's just too hard um you know but the the bar plugs on my bike uh say everybody hurts you know which which is so true in cycling and so true in in, in all of life we all have different things but being on the bike for that long um for me, it helps me to emphasize, empathize with women that are in crisis pregnancies because at any point in time, they can get off the bike. Um, but contrary to what I'm doing, it doesn't end after 667 miles. You know, this is something that, that the, these women and young families, they need support through, not just getting to the, the child breathing oxygen, breathing air on its own, um, but but as they they grow in this because it, it doesn't end right there when a child is born which is another beautiful aspect of assisting and bringing awareness of the pregnancy resource centers because these places are there and then they also have networks of of churches that that they can help provide even more resources and and a family to to these women and these young families that can provide support from people who have been there who have been through it and see that you know you're not alone and it does get better and, and how you know glorious it was today as i uh came home I, i'm an electrician and I, I wasn't working too far from home and i stopped in around lunchtime and i got in and my children were pretty excited and and my two-year-old is just uh hollering daddy's home daddy's home daddy's home and he's climbing up on me and i get to hold him in his arms and he's just so excited and when you're in the beginning of it when you're in the middle of it those are the things that are so hard to see the the beauty of life because it's hard but there's very very little in life that is worth learning that comes easy the things that are, that are valuable the things that are worth retaining the things that are worth putting effort into are hard and challenging and the things that are worth knowing remembering and where wisdom and other things come out of it and and there's a whole lot of that that is so wrapped up in spending time on that on that bicycle and and realizing you know when it hurts what do we do we pray for those women 
We pray for those pregnancy resource centers. We pray for our uh, leaders, wherever they may be, um, because it, it's, it, there's an aspect to it kind of like fasting. And, and when you feel those, you know, where do you turn to and what do you do? And that's also something that plays out in life, that it can become a habit when it's hard, when you're tired, where do you run to? Where is that, does that support come from? Um, you know, our support comes from the Lord, the, the maker of heaven and earth. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love biking for babies and I, I love the unique ministry that you guys have. And I love how you are providing such a real need for pregnancy resource centers, because I know that a lot of times the willingness to serve is all there, but you know, the financial obstacles, a lot of times are, are there pregnancy resource centers who are usually working with volunteer staff and and you know non are really nonprofits from the ground up so you guys being able to get on those bikes and ride and and do something really sacrificial to bring real support to women and families is just absolutely inspiring and it 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 brings joy to my heart especially because i come from a cycling family who owns a bicycle shop and we got can I was made aware of biking for babies when someone on the Eastern ride a couple years ago broke down and showed up at our shop and just like Catherine was saying how there are all kinds of conversations that arise from you guys's ride the conversation that I was able to have to even realize that biking for babies existed um, was one that changed my life and I feel like I am a much better uh, person for having known you guys and for being able to help at least in a small way participate in the work you guys are doing. So I personally appreciate that a lot. But speaking of personal stories, what are, what would you guys say is the craziest story you've had from a ride? Whether that's just a crazy weather situation that came up or just something that sticks in your mind that was just particularly impactful to you about the ride? Well, Honestly, this probably has nothing to do with saving babies or pregnancy resource centers, but one of the days this year, we're driving the support crew vehicle, and we're up in like the middle of nowhere, Wisconsin, and we're driving through, we're pulling off because it was one of the turns that we had to direct our riders, and I would say about maybe two, three car lengths in front of us as we're stopping the vehicle a black bear walks out of the forest and crosses the road nice and slow. And then just as that's happening, a bald eagle swoops down from the trees above. And at first we're like, oh my gosh, is this really happening? Wait, that's a bear, that's a bald eagle. And it was like this just stunning thing to see. But then within a moment we realized we had to get out of the car right there for our riders. But there was a black bear also right there <laughs> and so we had this moment of like oh my gosh we have to get out because they need us but also there's a bear right there so we had a little panic i like laid on the horn for a long time because you know bears don't like noise and make a lot of noise we got out the bear didn't come back we got our riders what they needed so it was a duel like really awesome to see but also a little nerve-wracking in the moment Well, I, I, I don't know how you top uh, black bears and bald eagles. It, it's like a Ernest P. World, uh, Ernest goes to camp sort of thing, if anybody's ever seen that. Um, you know, there, there is so much 
that goes into it. it it's really hard because like I had in about 2,300 miles prior to uh, leaving for the national ride. And, you know, like one time it just, you know, part of the preparation for it, my wife and I, for our anniversary, we went to another town that was about 50 miles away and, uh, and, and stayed, stayed the night there, but she was on call for a birth since she's a midwife. And so when, uh, <clears throat> before we left, she got called out. So, but I'd taken my bike with me just in case, you know? And so, so I decided, so I had to ride back from, from there on my bicycle to get home to the kids who were, who were at home by themselves with their sister babysitting. And, and at one point as I'm going, um, there's water over the road and I had no idea. And it was about a foot deep. It was over my bottom bracket. And I decided, you know what, we got to go for this. Cause I don't know any way, any way around it. And as I'm going through the middle of it, I had a fish jump up and, and hit my pedal. And uh, that's really startling uh, to be, you know, one way deeper in the water than anybody should ever be taking their bike. But then to get hit by a fish was kind of, was kind of cool. <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah. Zach, when you said you were going through the water and it was up to your bottom bracket, my bike brain immediately was going bottom bracket water. No. <laughs> when I got home, I took it apart and re-greased it. Good for you. Good for you. And he is good at taking bikes apart and fixing them, as he did so for one of our cyclists during that week. It was like the second to last day, and we only had like nine miles left. And unfortunately, we were picking up from a break, and one of our cyclists suddenly bike wasn't working like he was pedaling and the it the wheel wasn't moving with the pedals so unfortunately he had to get in the car that day and drive back the last nine miles but luckily we have someone like Zach on hand so he was able to take apart the wheel and put it all back together so that that cyclist could get back on the road the next day which he was dedicated enough he was also like he had a shop in Green Bay, which was over an hour away, um, like ready. They're like gonna give him a bike for thirty bucks for the day. He's like, okay, we're gonna go to Green Bay. I'm like, all right, I get you are dedicated. You want to get back on that bike, but let's see if Zach can fix it, fix it first. And sure enough, he was able to fix it. Good for you, Zach. As a person who knows how hard that is to actually successfully fix a bike, I I am very impressed. One, you know, one of the things you, you we, we talk about the, the great things that biking for babies is is doing, which is super important. But the other part is, and it's just a whole lot of fun. You know, we we spend so much time out there on the bike. And, and I think somebody may be listening to the podcast. You think, hey, I might want to get involved in that. But I could never cycle 667 miles in six days. That's just crazy. Well, it, it is. But a whole lot of the people that get hooked up with biking for babies are so dedicated to the pro-life movement that they say, you know, I don't even own a bike yet, but I'm going to do it. And um, we, we've had donations of bicycles and uh, loaning of bicycles and people who have never biked before in their lives and they get on and, and they're so dedicated to it that they join in the, with the movement. And, and then when you're on the ride, you're on there for so many hours, you have such great conversations, you, you, you make lifelong friends and people that you have stories and memories that you can't have with anybody else. And, and the bond is, and the experience is so worth the pain in your rear that you experience as you're traveling that 667 miles. Um, you know, so 
what what biking for babies does for others and for the pregnancy resource centers is great but there is that aspect that who you are when you're done with it is not the same person you were when you started and and that journey is um something that i am so glad that that i said yes to to be able to experience that and and have that and and realize that i joined up with something that is literally life-saving and 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 there are people um that, that wouldn't be in this world right now were it not for saying yes and it, it's a really humbling thing but there's also huge blessings that come as a result of that and as a result of the the stories that you hear from the people who are donating because they're so excited about getting into it they just never knew they never had been given the opportunity or one of the guys who who donated a substantial amount for me said you know i've always said i'm pro-life and and at 76 i've just never really done anything about it this is my first opportunity to do so he just never saw saw a way in and so some people can give some people can ride some people can support some people can pray there's a way for everybody to be involved and nobody can say there's just nothing that i can do because the question that you really got to ask is what would you not do to save a life yeah i think in a lot of ways the this organization as zach was alluding to really brings together people in this pro-life movement in a really special and unique way. Um, I feel like even though my family has always talked about the importance of life, like we've been very vocal about it with each other, it's not a taboo subject at all. Outside of my family, even growing up um, with close friends and even now, you know, you have to be careful. You're not sure who you can talk to or what you can say. And there's this idea that it's not okay to talk about it. And you shouldn't, you shouldn't bring it up because you might offend somebody. And this experience, this organization just ripped that false bandaid off and was like, that's absolutely not true. You should be talking about it. And look at all of these people around you that want an opportunity to talk about it, that want an opportunity to get involved, that you just didn't know because you were too afraid to say something. And the, the door that opens in getting involved in Biking for Babies is such a beautiful and welcoming door. And it just floods people with this joy and this light of for life. And it was really, truly inspiring um, throughout this entire process to see all of these people coming out of the woodwork supporting this thing that I wasn't sure whether or not they would care about. And that was really, really special and an awesome experience. That is amazing. I, I, I love talking to you guys. Every time I'm, I get to have more contact with Biking for Babies, my life gets a little bit better. And to see you guys in the pro-life movement, so passionate and just so excited to support women and to support life is just, it's very inspiring. So if somebody wants to get involved with Biking for Babies and to learn even more beyond even our podcast, uh, what Biking for Babies does, where should people go? Well, we have this lovely website, very straightforward, bikingforbabies.com. And that's the word for, not the number. So bikingforbabies.com. 
Um, and if you go to bikingforbabies.com slash give, you can also donate. 100% of the donations go to pregnancy resource centers. Um, they don't get like outsourced for t-shirts or to, for our staff. If you donate for the, to the pregnancy resource centers, that's exactly where your donations are going. Um, so bikingforbabies.com, check it out. Yeah, and if that doesn't work, you can just contact Allie and she will get you in touch biking for babies and where to go and if that doesn't work when to bicycle one and they can point you in the right direction and if that doesn't work just type in pro-life cyclist and that'll get you there <laughs> that's how zach found them <laughs> all roads lead to biking for babies whether that is a local bike shop randomly in my case or just good old-fashioned google so it's good stuff well, Zach, Catherine, it has been an absolute pleasure. I'm so glad that you guys had some time to sit down and share just the amazing work Vikings for Babies has been doing um, through you guys' ministry. So I appreciate it so much. And I just want to encourage everybody who's listening to go check out bikingforbabies.com as recommended and get involved. And then I know Biking for Babies is super active on social media as well. So check out their work on Instagram, on Facebook, on your social media platforms. Give them a follow. They post tons of great content, and I'm sure that they will appreciate that added little perk. Well, um, Catherine, Zach, thank you so much for um, being on our podcast today, and thank you for your time. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thanks for giving us this opportunity, and thanks, uh, Allie, for what you are doing within the pro-life movement. It's inspirational as well. It is my pleasure. Thank you so much, guys. You're awesome. You're listening to the Pro-Life Ohio podcast, brought to you by Ohio Right to Life. Founded in 1967, Ohio Right to Life, with more than 45 chapters and local affiliates, is Ohio's oldest and largest grassroots pro-life organization. Recognized as the flagship of the pro-life movement in Ohio, Ohio Right to Life works through legislation and education to promote and defend innocent human life from conception to natural death. We are Pro-Life Ohio, and we will end abortion. <laughs>